Jay's Talk with Blair and Barker. Brought to you by Ontario Honda Dealers. The numbers to call are 416-870-0590, star 591 888 We'll get to the lines, to the calls as soon as we can. Kevin Barker, uh, Ben Wagner made a point just as the game ended about the Jays having opportunity, plenty of opportunity in the base paths. Well, they couldn't take advantage of opportunity in the base paths, and they could not take advantage as well of opportunity in the standings. The Baltimore Orioles beating the Boston Red Sox. Taylor made for the Jays to move into a tie and really, really confuse the wild card picture as it is right now. It is the Seattle Mariners who are tied with the Boston Red Sox. The Yankees are two games in front, and the Jays are one game back. They are down to the just the just a few threads of hope left. I mean, you've now gone from needing the help of others to basically needing divine intervention to get yeah, this thing done. Yeah, well, you know, coming into this game, you would think with your best pitcher on the mound, Robbie Ray, you had a real good chance of sticking around. You know, the Yankees got a pretty good team right now. You could argue they're better right now today than the Toronto Blue Jays, just mm-hmm. as a whole, the, the you know, the the pitching, the bullpen, the two big guys in the middle of the order, you know, you get some help around those two big guys. They they can, for the most part, outscore most teams. And right now they're, you know, their guys are stepping up yeah. and, and consistently the Blue Jays guys aren't. And that's, that was for me the difference. And you could argue Robbie Ray pitch selection, the Glaber tour is at bat. You know, he, the first swing on the fastball, he was late. The second swing looked to me like he was on time. And you could tell Glaber Torres was like, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm, I'm all over that. And you need to throw him a third one in the same exact spot. And he hits a homer that, that for me is one of those pitch selections. Well, you don't go to the well three times. He went to the well three times and hurt him. 18, a span of 18 pitches in that inning saw three home runs. Uh, with a walk to Giancarlo Stanton sprinkled around there. That was basically it for the Blue Jays. Uh, Brett Gardner homered, kind of rubbed some salt in the wounds later on. But let's also let's also talk about the Blue Jays lineup. Kevin Barker, one for 10 with runners in scoring position, nine men left on base. Look, he, uh, by and large in this series, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge have come through for the Yankees. Yep. For the Blue Jays. Bo Bichette had a pretty good game tonight. Santiago Espinal had a good Santiago game. Santiago Espinal, but Corey Dickerson had a good game. Corey Dickerson, but I'm I'm see I saw very little out of George Springer. I saw very little out of out of uh, out of out of Marcus Semyon. Um, Vladdy had a had a double. Yeah, but Vladdy does not. Vladdy does not look. Yeah, he, uh, looks, he looks, Vladdy looks like there's something. Something's not right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, I, there may be some holes in the swing now. You know, when you're as good as Vladdy has been, you, you you know, if you're the other team, you try and figure out ways to beat him. And it's a little bit, I've been saying this for, for quite some time now, you can tell the in off the plate and the away off the plate really gives him an issue. And it just looked to me like tonight, for the first time, he looked like he's cheating to get to, to velocity. And when you cheat, that opens up the front side, the shoulder. It flies open. The barrel's the last thing to come. And usually when the barrel's the last thing to come, it will dip below the hands. You're playing catch-up. You either miss the ball. You're hitting, you know, a ball weakly and, and when you normally don't do that. Now, he did have the the change-up that he hit that was right down the middle, the 113-mile-an-hour, the you know, line, basically a line drive that should have went out. How, how it didn't go out mm-hmm. is beyond me. But 
You know, it's just that that consistent approach every time he walks at the plate for whatever reason. You know, you got to tip your hat. They're making good pitches. They're they're trying to force him up the middle the other way. And I'm not real sure Vladdy wants to do that all the time. That's why you see him early in counts. He'll chase in off the plate. But they they had to have him in this series step up. They, uh, stepping up didn't mean go one for whatever he went tonight. It meant, you know, three for fours with a couple of homers. That's sort of what had to ha- had to take place. And yeah, it was not a uh, it was not a uh, not a terrific night for Teoscar Hernandez either. I mean, the Jays did have something with Bobichet Bobichet leading off uh, in the uh, what was that the eighth inning, the double, and Teoscar Hernandez coming up and Chad Green struck out the side to basically yeah. Put now the, that yeah, to you got to give the Yankees credit. Like that that bullpen's pretty good. All of a sudden, Aaron Boone's got a a bunch of velocity. You got Severino. has got it jumps on you. The ball does. King has the the turbo sinker. Uh, Chad Green has the high velocity. He'll go middle away with a, with a spinner. And obviously Chapman, you know, he's starting to throw more sliders. He's got that little split finger thing. So they're throwing a bunch of different kind of arm angles at you, but it's a bunch of power. Let's go to the phone lines. Russ from New Jersey. What is up, Russ? Good, 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 good evening. How are you? Uh, it was afternoon. I was going to say I'm obviously not doing as well as you are, but uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, just to just to comment. Number one, I, I, not because I'm I'll, I'll comment on Guerrero first because you guys brought it up. You know, you look and, and he, you know this month he had seven homers but only eleven RBIs. Uh, August he had I know he had thirteen which was nothing and he got most of them in that last series against Baltimore. I don't know if it's something wrong. I don't know if pitchers. Are pitching him differently because he had a good average this month. He hit about I don't have it in front of you, but about 300. But it seemed like with runners in scoring position, only to have 11 RBIs in the month. You know, now I really honestly believe, and I know I watch a lot of baseball, Jeff, and I think you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I think there will be the Jays if they sweep Baltimore, which they haven't done the, the entire season. They did not sweep him in any series. They lost one game in every series. I think they will be in a playoff game. I don't. I, I know you say Boston's going to play Washington. They they just they, you look at the games against Baltimore. They scored two runs in the first game. You know that that's not a good pitching staff. Two runs tonight. They just they're not a great team. I know they're a good team. They obviously have ninety wins, not from nothing. And I think as as well as Seattle's played, and and you know I don't know if they snuck up on people and they have a great bullpen. You know, you're playing in the West against Texas. I'm sure there's a little bit of a rivalry. I think they're going to win one game, and I think the Blue Jays, if they sweep, they will be in a position to play in a playoff game. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I really believe there's a very good chance of that of that happening come Monday. Yeah, uh, I appreciate the call, Ross. I mean, I don't know if I'd say there's a very good chance of it. I mean, bottom line is, you know, you need help from three other teams now, yep. essentially. Yep. And... Um, you know, yeah, I think the Rays, you know, I think the Rays are going to play the Yankees. The Rays are going to play the Yankees tough. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think by any stretch of the imagination, are the Rays going to mail it in? I mean, the, the, the fact they're going with, with, you know, the pitchers they're using McClanahan, Boz and Walker would indicate that, I mean, they're not using an opener. So that would indicate that they're pretty serious about how they're going to go about their business. And again, this isn't like previous years. This isn't like Three years ago, you don't have 40 men. You haven't called up your entire minor league system. Sure. You got 28 guys. Guys are going to play. Guys, you know, guys, the, guys are going to play for the, the race. The Rays play a lot of different exactly. 
Sure. Uh, I I just you know I I haven't looked at the percentages or everything like that, but I guess I I would ask I would ask folks, uh, Stephen Matz, Alec Manoa, maybe Hyunjin Ryu on Sunday. Although I've got to think if there's I, I still think if there's a chance he doesn't he doesn't start that game. That's just me, but I I have a real hard time finding stuff working out in their favor here. Yeah, the Ryu thing, I, I I would think that if he started the first game against the Yankees, he'll start that, I, that, that last game. Well, no, what I'm saying is certainly doesn't give me any confidence. Well, yeah, maybe not. You, but you got to score more than two runs. You would think. You know, digging a little bit more into Vladdy. Vladdy's hitting 312 with an OPS of 954 in September. If I'd have told you that by looking at his at-bat, would you believe me? No. That, so it's, you know, I, I, I just think it's when you see the body of work and you see – what he's supposed to be and what we expect him to be every single game may not be realistic. You just, yeah, you may need to take a little bit of a step back and go, man, that they're, they're pitching him really tough when he does get a good pitch to hit because he's seen some quality pitches after quality pitches. You know, it's maybe it's a combination of he's trying a little bit too hard and, and, and the, and the really good pitching that he has been facing. Well, you know what? And there's, there's, there's what a hundred and 159 games worth of evidence now. Yeah. Of, of, of Vladdy Jr. Yeah. for this year. Um, what you got instinct tell you, Bark? Was that the last the last start we've seen Robbie Ray make for the Blue Jays? I would think so. That that that's just me. No, no I'm just yeah. I'm just asking how you what yeah. your gut is. Yeah, what I, your gut instinct is because you get a feel for these things. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it would have a lot to do with the, with the years. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's basically what's going to come down to now. Now, uh, you know. How much money? Uh, it, that that's not as big a number for me as the years. If he's wanting four or five years, Blue Jays aren't going to give him that. It's just not like it, it, they're they're having the same the same thoughts that we're having. Can he repeat what he's done this year? And you know, this is a little bit of a stinker. You, you this team's seen him. Uh, you know, what was this the third time this year they've seen him? Now nah, he missed location. That that's basically what that came. But down he also, to. but you know, we also saw today a recurrence, a little bit of what we what we have seen throughout the year. And it's certainly not restricted to Robbie Ray. But let's face it. The 76th, the 100th pitch in a game, batting average goes up. Slugging percentage goes up, what, 250 points. 250 points. Yeah. Uh, and again, third time through the lineup here. 18 pitches, three home runs. Uh, yeah, the, the max effort thing could be running out of steam in those, you know, in, in that number of pitches. That that would tell you why the location suffers a little bit. And it's the two-pitch thing. Uh, like, if you're, if you're a good lineup, you're a good team, and you see the same two pitches all the time, and you know where he wants to throw it, and you say because he keeps throwing it there, it's probably not going to be – you know, you know, the chance of you connecting and hitting the ball hard and you want to force him in the middle of the plate when he does hit and get it in the middle of the plate because you've seen so many of them, you got a better chance of hitting it. I, it's just a combination of a bunch of things. Now, again, we're picking because he's had a really good year. He's going to win the Cy Young. But it's just, what, you know, this is one of those games where it's they really needed him when it when it mattered the most, and it was just that third time through. You saw the three for, what were they, three for four with three homers. It was missing location. It was the three fastballs in a row to Glaber Torres, which would make you scratch your head a little bit, but they scored two runs. 6-2, the Blue Jays lost to the New York Yankees tonight. The Yankees take the series. Jays have three more home games, three more regular season games. That's it against the Baltimore Orioles starting tomorrow night. We will, of course, have those games on Sportsnet 590, the fan and Sportsnet. We will take a break and go back to the phone lines. This is Jays Talk with Blair and Barker, brought to you by the Ontario Honda Dealers.
Flatty makes in-game at-bats look like batting practice. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. All right, welcome back to the Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker, brought to you by Ontario Honda Dealers. Let's go to Jay in Toronto. You're at the game tonight, Jay. Of course, the Jays 6-2 losers to the Yankees. Give us your thoughts. Hey, guys. Yeah, tonight's game had potential to be one of those great memorable ones. Unfortunately, it turned out to be a bit of a stinker. So I was thinking what positives could be taken out of this season. And quite a few. Uh, Number one, uh, all the young guys are hungry now. They got a taste of the closest possible thing to a a real playoff game, not counting last year's extended playoffs. And uh, you know what? They're probably not going to make it. I mean, if they sweep Baltimore and a few teams help them out and lose, it could be a tiebreaker game 163. Who knows? But they've got that taste. And they're going to go into the offseason hungry and frustrated, which is great because they're going to come out working hard all summer. And not only the players, but management and ownership now realizes, hey, we were close. We got four, five, maybe six all-stars on this team returning next year, and that's not enough to win. The bullpen needs help. Uh, The base running's been poor. Uh, The defense has been definitely not playoff-like. The baseball IQ, intellect, missing cutoff men from time to time. They make all these little mistakes that cost them outs, that cost them runs. You know, there were many, many games they could have and should have won. And they don't play that perfect game that Tampa Bay plays with a lot inferior players, in my opinion. Uh, I I mean, I... Yeah. A lot of time to think about it. I mean, I got to say this. The reason this team doesn't have a playoff spot locked up right now is because they spent six weeks without a bullpen. Yeah, we could talk about everything else. The fact of the matter is, um, the bullpen at the start of the year. Now, it was okay right at the start of the year. Yeah. The first month, it was, a, and, you know, we were sitting here going, God, Julian Merriweather could be the, the, the second coming, and then it just fell apart. Um, I, I think this organization did, a, did, did not do a very good job putting its bullpen together. Um, and with just a representative, with just a decent bullpen, this team would right now be getting its starting rotation lined up for the playoffs. I mean, all the other stuff... You know, baseball IQ missing cutoff. Man, this team's defense got better as the season went on. Um, you know, they're certainly better in the base paths than a lot of Blue Jays teams I can remember. Uh, you know, I, I think sometimes at the end of the year, everybody just kind of says, well, this went wrong, this went wrong, this went wrong, this went wrong. They're going to have 90 wins. Yeah. They're close to 90 wins. If you're looking for a reason this team isn't in the playoffs right now, it's because of that issue with yeah, the bullpen. On, on top Simple. Of it, uh, you know, on top of it, too, Springer – Played less than eighty games. Yeah, but even with that, even that, with that, that, that didn't help either. Yeah, but I'm with you. The 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 losses out of the bullpen was a, was a huge. Well, that killed the season. It sure did. It 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 sure didn't help at all. But look, look, they have a really good team going forward. The 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 issues that they have are right in front of them. That's that's the what ifs in the bullpen. That's solidifying a couple of more guys in your rotation. You don't have to be great guys. Finding and frankly, and and you you you've got to find you've got to find a third baseman. And look. <laughs> The Jays tried to sign. Uh, they tried to sign Michael Brantley at the uh, in the offseason. It it didn't work. Why were they signing Michael Brantley? It wasn't because they were short of outfielders. It was because they knew that they needed some left-handed. They they needed some balance in their lineup. They still need that balance. So to me, it's pretty simple. You go into this offseason, 
You find out really quickly whether or not you're going to re-sign Robbie Ray or Marcus Semien. I don't think either of them are coming back. That's just me. I think they're going to go for the money. They're going to go for the term. Mm-hmm. And then you move on. You address the bullpen. Maybe we talked about doing something for Jose Ramirez. Uh, and and but you've got to at at in some way whether you bring a switch hitter like Ramirez in, you have to get an impactful left-handed bat in this lineup. I I I, I really think that's absolutely necessary. And you're right. Bo's going to hit lefties and righties. Vladdy's going to hit lefties and righties. And Teoscar's going to hit lefties and righties. And Springs are going to hit lefties and righties. But you can't have a lineup rounded out by Randall Gritchick. And, you know, maybe Lourdes Gurriel Jr. You can get away with that. But the catchers as well. You can't. At, at some point, you've got to have a little bit of left-handed balance in there. And the fact that the Jays tried to sign Michael Brantley, that suggests to me that they knew going in the season this was going to be an issue. Yeah, it's an so, issue that hasn't well, been addressed. Sort of the, the not having balance in your lineup makes Aaron Boone, managers like yeah. Aaron Boone look like geniuses because he can run out a bunch of power-throwing righties who had two pitches and, and get a bunch of right-handed hitters out. And I'm with you. That's a, that's an easy fix for me. Yeah, Curtis and Meaford, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Nate Pearson and, and, and go ahead. I, I'm, I'm glad you called. Um, what, what did you want to say about Nate Pearson? Honestly, I was just trying to call in a, um, he was throwing smoke tonight. Yes, he was 102 miles an hour. And uh, to be honest with you, Jeff, I only called in cause I met you in 2016 and I got your autograph and oh, you stop were it. kind of ashamed to give it to me. Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> But Mark, I'm I'm glad you you're on the line, and I also got a picture with your significant other in 2016. There you go. Oh wow! And but my main question was, would Pearson be a better closer than he would be a starting oh, pitcher? Boy, oh boy, oh boy! He can the past couple games he's really hummed it in there, and yeah, Curtis. It seems like he'd be a better closer than a better starting pitcher. Curtis, I appreciate the call. Uh, I'm hopefully it wasn't too much of a letdown meeting me. I'm sure it wasn't a letdown meeting Hazel May. Mm. Um, maybe at some point you'll be able to meet Barker and decide whether it's a letdown or not. Well, Look, uh, yeah, Nate Pearson tonight, Kevin. Uh, 101, 101, 102, 101, 101. Yeah. Uh, listen, this team is going to need another start at. at at least one more starting pitcher next year. Um, I, I think you know, this is probably a minority opinion, but you know what I do? I go into spring training. If I've addressed, if I've brought Robbie Ray back somehow and I've added another starting pitcher, then I'm saying, you know what? Nate Pearson's going into the season at the back end of my bullpen. If I can't sign a starting pitcher, but I can address the bullpen through free agency or trade. Then Nate Pearson is a starter. To, to me right now, what, 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 what has happened is, and this is with all due respect to Nate Pearson, right now I don't care about Nate Pearson. Right now, if I'm the Blue Jays, Nate Pearson is going to do what I want to do to make my, what I want to do with him to make my team better. If I need him to close or if I need him to set mm. up Jordan Romano next year, that's fine. Yeah. If I need him to start, that's fine. But that's where I am with Nate Pearson. Or, frankly, yeah. maybe maybe Nate Pearson's traded. Hey, I, I, well, I, I'm just saying. Look, I, I love the velocity tonight. That, that's the first time. And I looked at you and said, ooh, 102. But we have been talking about the 105s and the 106s. Yeah, but, and, 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 and my gonna, point is just show me it. Like, yeah. I, don't need to, I don't need to see 101 all the time. But, dude, if you got it in your tank, show it to me. 
Well, I, I wouldn't mind. I saw it tonight. Pitching at it. And also, you saw when he needed to go up, when he needed to throw yes. a slider for, for show, he could do those two things too. I, I like him as a hybrid. From the seventh inning yeah. on, if, if you I'd need be okay him, with that. If you, need okay him to go, that. if you need him to go five or six batters, that's what you can use him for too. I, I think being a starter is a bit much to ask. He, you know, he, he's went away from the third pitch for a reason yeah. because it's it's almost impossible for him to me- mechanically, you know, stay within himself and throw a sinking changeup without throwing it right down the middle. And then you get into the question, I would think if he's going to start, you got to give him a lineup, don't you? Well, Alec Manoa doesn't have one. I've been yelling huh? and screaming about that, you know, the finish. And he's a he's a occasionally a spin guy. You know, he, the, the glove – hand is not as long. It's got that little jerk to it, and he'll pull it towards first base, and that's why you see him when he, his front foot hits the ground. He spins off a lot, and that, that sinker will go up and away, or that four-seamer will go up and away, and he doesn't throw a slider where he wants to throw it. But, you know, it's uh, the, these these guys are sort of learning this on the fly, but 101 or 102 place, and he can consistently throw that and, and, and mix in a slider. Don't have to throw for strikes. Just get it close. Show it to him. No, and I, I know that, you know, Buck and Tabby talk about wanting him to to live live in the lower part of the Not strike me. zone. No, I want him to I want him to elevate, man. Me too. You can elevate at 102. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I get I, I get the I, I get the the thinking behind it, but you've got to. To me, there's nothing. To me, there's nothing wrong with the slider going down, the slider yeah, low, now, and and elevating the now fastball. See, now see, I will go down and away to a righty. You can go backdoor slider to a lefty. You can elevate the four seamer to a lefty. That, that's a that's a pretty much a winning combination right there. Yep. And it's a real simple thing. You, you're not overthinking it. You got enough mechanics. You got enough finish. If you can throw strike one and expand a little bit with that slider, get it close, and then use that hundred and plus mile an hour fastball you got. That's that's elite stuff. I'll say it. It's elite. I'll tell you, I mean, the pitches we saw tonight were, I mean that obviously that plays, but. The pitches and, we saw tonight and the looks that he was yeah, getting, the looks that? that he was getting from and Aaron he, Judge well, and a couple other guys. Him too. Oh, he was. Which yeah. That's the first time we've seen that. That's the first time I've seen him pitch with a little bit of the red ass. You got to. If you throw yeah. 102, you got to let him know yeah. you throw 102. Oh, exactly. Okay. And, and and let him know that you're impressed as hell that you can throw 100. I don't mind a guy looking back at the radar gun if he's throwing 102. I, love it. I, love I like it. that. Now, don't look back if he's throwing 94 to figure out if it was 94 or 95 or 90. He throw 102. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you might have a digging well, moment you, well, there. Well, you know what that is. That that's he's been working on something in the bullpen. He, he's wanting to see if that translates. The only way you're seeing that is if the velocity's there, and he's he's smiling about it. Uh, we have got to take a break. We'll come back and wrap it up. You're listening to the Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker, sponsored by our Ontario Honda dealers. Little known fact, if you scream at the umpires through your radio, they can totally hear you. Oh, you call that a strike? This is Toronto Blue Jays Baseball on the Sportsnet Radio Network. All right, welcome back to the Blue Jays talk. Uh, No, Curtis, Curtis, I saw your text. Bark realizes you weren't chirping him. And yes, if you send me the signed ball, I will give the signed ball to Barker so he can sign it as well. Huh. There you go. So just nice. Curtis was, I think he was a little concerned that he was chirping you. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, and bar, he I, bar, met, he I, met the Hall of Famer, Jeff Blair. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, he met that other person he was talking about, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So anyhow, not, no offense. It was a great, yeah, it was a great call. 6-2, the Jays lost to the New York Yankees. 
Baltimore's in tomorrow for the first of three games, the final three games of the season. Go to BlueJays.com for tickets. Barker and myself will be on with Blair and Barker Hmm. uh, from 5 to 7 tomorrow. We'll be around as well for Jays talk after the game. Kevin, we got just a minute and a half left here. All right. How does this weekend play out? Gut gut call. call. Look, on wins and losses, hey, I, I... I think this is very individual. I think some guys need to not limp into the offseason. That's Vladdy. You know, Bo needs to continue to turn the corner. He's found something. You can see it. It's He's found some mojo. He's got some life. He's he's digging what he's doing at the plate. Vladdy needs to sort of do a little bit of that, too. Maybe George Springer has a little bit better feel at the plate. It's just very individual. Wins, look, you're facing the – the worst team in baseball, right around the the Diamondbacks, and and the worst pitching staff in baseball. So, I mean, it's the obvious number that they should be winning, but for me, it's got to be a little individual thing. They gotta they gotta do their thing. Win three in a row and keep your fingers crossed. I mean that that's 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 where we are right now. It's a pretty simple equation. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget Blair and Barker tomorrow five to seven. Your Blue Jays pregame show seven oh seven tomorrow night. First pitch right here on Sportsnet five ninety. The fan. Ben Wagner will have the calls. The Blue Jays start the final series of the regular season, the first of three against the Baltimore Orioles. For all of us here, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You've been listening to Blue Jays Baseball, powered by Jacklings. Feed your wild side on the Sportsnet Radio Network.